Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back to the OC, the, the OC. Osteo Connection. Your host, Kevin Lockbury, with Mr. J Bone Turnbull. J Bone. As always, boom, boom, boom. Doctor. Doctor. Let me highlight Dr. Dr. Sean Dr. Landry. Sean Landry. Well, Michael Sean Landry. Michael. If I'm not mistaken. Who's Michael? Sean, what are you hiding from switching your name like that, though? Uh, Which government agency are you trying to hide yourself from? Yeah, are you a Russian spy? Yeah, mm. I am. I knew it. Yeah. I could tell. Mm. Yes. I could tell. <laughs> you found me out. Yeah. By name is Paruski. Yes. Do you speak Russian? Yeah. I, mean, mm. I know it. <laughs> right? Close enough. Close yeah. enough. Oh. Uh, Same comment. How are you guys doing? Good. So good. Yeah? Oh, what a yeah. Ready to go? I think ready, we have ready. to because Sean's gonna go, so I guess ready, we run. probably have to. Seriously, I don't want to say anything on air, but you know what you have to do, Sean. <laughs> Timelines. It's, it's called kids. communication. <laughs> it's called something. Um, so you boys are doing well. Gee, you look amazing. Thank you. You've been, yeah. you've been working out a bit. I have been. So have you. It looks like wow. that's obvious. I mean, don't, I don't want to stay my in the kids, audience. My kids know. They noticed. <laughs> like that. Seriously. <laughs> I go, I know. That's just one workout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you seriously want me to continue? So now when you go up and down stairs, it's like one way only, right? There's no way you can possibly... Make I slide down. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to break my jeans, right? <laughs> Speaking uh, of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got to tell this story because it is pretty funny. Um, Sean this week, uh, and thank you for our pair of jeans. Uh got his uh, yearly pair of new jeans that he gets from his patient and um, so I wrote him a nice little note before he left <laughs> Jay's mom wants his jeans back his jeans for jeans for jeans, for jeans back Sorry, yeah. uh, slip it's like a slip of the time I guess I don't know could <laughs> be so uh, anyways I thought it was funny I don't know if Sean did but I did you chuckled a little bit yeah nice but then we quickly remembered that yeah. Jay's mom doesn't work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, Jay. Oh. oh, yes. Pure joggers. Pure joggers. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. So. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think that's the most intense mom entry we've done. Yes. Wow. Well done, Sean. I will hear about this when this episode goes live. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. You're in the uh, you're in the bad books. No uh, chocolate chip cookies. Sorry, Muriel. <laughs> Sorry, Muriel. <laughs> oh. Your jeans are great. Yes. Did you like your yeah, I'm not used to seeing you in a high-rise jean like that, though, Sean. So it was, it was definitely a little yeah. different. High-rise with the flare. Yeah. It's like a modern acid wash almost. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Slight, like just borderline, not, but not like yeah. not, a, not a boot cut, but not a, like, I don't know what no, it is. It's, it's just the like, same cut, but it's trying to look like the other, the other cuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all the qualities you would want in an ugly jean to, <laughs> to one jean. Yeah. 
<laughs> which is the style right now. Yeah, yeah, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we are out of. Style. You really wear them well. Yeah, so this is the style of jean that's popular now, Sean, in a color that nobody wants. <laughs> right. Well, on that note, it's like oh, the, God, the, the, the young girls, the jeans they wear now. Mm. Wow. Yeesh. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. It's like a mix of bell-bottom mom jean. With 80s jeans. <laughs> the 80s. It's like the whole package <clears throat> so, in one. Yeah, the pocket scheme is 80s to me. Yeah. yeah. Over... Uh, Young listeners are now. Well, it's like that classic Eddie Murphy listening. joke where he's yeah, getting his wallet like this. Yeah. Let me get my wallet. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Anyways. Well, well, we've ended Jay's mom and uh, all of society, pretty all much. Of the new jean-wearing people. If you wear those jeans, we're really sorry. Yeah, it doesn't mean we don't like you. No. It just yeah. means you're going to look back. <laughs> you're going to look back a few years still, from now yeah. on those pictures and realize... Eek. Can't believe. Yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah, what was jeans? Yeah. Maybe that's a trend issue. It was like the mullet haircut, basically. Mm. Mm. Which, you know, it's really hard to pull off unless your name's Derek Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can't buy cool. You cannot. And you cannot. And your idol is uh, what's that? What's the show there? Country what? singer? No, not the country singer. What's the show? Oh, uh, East Down, East Bound Down. 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 <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> not Kenny. Kenny. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it? Uh, yeah. Kenny, uh, <laughs> that's his name in the show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's that guy's name? I don't know. Anywho. Anywho. I know it. Danny uh, McBride. Danny, Danny McBride. McBride. Oh, way to go, yes. Jay. So what do we got for us, Kev? What do we got? Well, today, uh, what was the title? You had a great title. Because we were going to go with the great, great better check Hold on. We were going to go with the great reset, which we'll kind of tie in as an undertitle. But, but then Jay had you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. I love it. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Ode to the Beast what is, Boys. What is that about? That is basically how do you reset yourself when things go wrong? Yes. Right? Because during your day, also, how do you know when things are going wrong? How, how do you become, like, how, how do you know? Other than, let's say, <laughs> pure breakdowns and crying. Crying. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you don't know. No. You don't know what you don't know, right, John? Yeah, he's a different context. Or they get off the table and say, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, this is the worst experience in my life. Then you do, you would. They're laying on their back and they keep glancing at the clock, wondering when is their trip time done? You're You're probably not connecting. You're scaring me right now. Yeah. So there are a lot of levels that we could actually take this. Yeah, let's explore all those. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, what we're talking about, the key to this is obviously you're going to, like we've talked about in a prior podcast, how do you center yourself, how to get yourself ready for your day, uh, how to be available for your patient to be uh, your, your optimal self, to be in service to others, right? So um, it's all about bringing the calm into the chaos, so that equanimity, Jay's favorite word. That's your throat there, right? I love it. Yeah. Itchy. Okay. What? I can't have an itch? Oh, you could shave a bit then. Equanimity, okay, go ahead. Do you know what equanimity means? I just said, bring the comment to the chaos. <laughs> Sean, if you were listening, thank you. <sighs> Instead of counting down the minutes. the um, So yeah, so quite often what happens is uh, that exercise in itself, and that's what we were trying to explain in the, the previous podcast we did, uh, having that routine to help you uh, navigate through this. But sometimes it can be overwhelming and, 
uh, either you have other things going on in your life or whatever the case, right? So there, there could be so many things going on that uh, could get you in the state where maybe it's hard for you to stay in that <laughs> uh, equanimity, right? Yes. So how do you bring yourself back? So that's what we want to talk about today. Uh, some of the things. So number one, like Jay alluded to, was the awareness part of, okay, uh, yeah, right now I need to uh, run, check myself because uh, I'm starting to lose touch. So what what could be some tell sign, telltale signs that you are kind of out of connection here and that you're you're kind of falling off a little off the ledge a little bit? Well, I have a, I'll chime in. I know a good example. I remember as far as being aware or, or struggling to get centered is when we first moved here. I don't know if you guys recall, but when we moved here five years ago, new location, new office. I remember being, wow, like it's a different office. I can hear traffic differently than it could before where we were. And I remember the first couple of days in, I was like, whew, I had a hard time focusing and getting centered and, and essentially receiving information. And I realized- so Now you realize why I gave you that office. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. But there's reasons why I'm totally in bit. No, it's good. No, but it's it's funny though. But, it's, but it was a very drastic feel for me to see the same clients I'd seen a few weeks previous in the other location, two new locations. Just the whole feel changed. So I knew that I needed to change and you know and just find my place, find my my sense of calm in that space because it was just a bit different. And it can be the same as like you know we have a, a clinic with two floors. So and we treat upstairs, all of us, right? But there are occasional times when I treat on the main floor because someone can't make it upstairs. And then I use someone in someone else's office I'm not accustomed to using. And same thing. It's funny. You're in a new room. It's a different energy somewhat. And there's I, I'm very aware now, much more than I was 10, 15 years ago, of the need to, you know, to, to have your, your you know, the, the five minutes we take at the start to talk to people and see how they're doing and, and, and so on and so forth. But when it comes time to start to treat and to you know, to get centered and receive information and, and go through that process, I really have to, to spend an extra few moments to really get centered and find my space in that room. So that's a huge thing. So we can all feel that when you're, when you're different in a different location or treating at your home, someone comes in to see you like it's, it's, that's just an awareness I really had that really spoke volumes about five years ago when we moved and how much it's, it's played a role in, in what I'm able to give back. So would you say too, that uh, it can play a role in the sense that, um, if unnoticed, meaning like, you know, this is, these are like subtleties in, on the exterior that can have an impact on yes. how we feel, uh, is to really check in, right. And to see, oh yeah, okay. I, now I realize why I feel a certain way or why things aren't working so well. It's because of the environment around me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't realizing how much of an impact it was having on me. Absolutely. That's a great example, Kevin, being okay. an external source of, of change, if you will, than stress than or whatever. whatever. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's for sure. So hence, hence the, that's a great example of, uh, of really being aware again of your surroundings and knowing, okay, I got to bring myself back. And it's influence on how I was responding sure. and, 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 and what I was giving out to, right? Yeah. So, yeah. How about you, Sean? Yeah, I definitely can, can relate to that example. Just changing, you know, it happens as well if you're, you know, your office. And so you're not in your healing element. You're not in the your classic routine like when that uh, guy brought the jeans in did that derail you like when you saw them like yeah uh, would you have what was your response yeah, to that like oh man those are amazing excitement and then <laughs> and then i just yeah then pure disappointment yeah yeah, yeah. it's like yes new jeans oh <laughs> jeans 
Oh, oh, and those ones. Oh, jeans. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. I would have loved a picture of your face, though. Are you thanking them? <laughs> no, no. They're good. They're no, nice jeans. They're not as bad as I'm depicting them no, to be. No, they're good jeans. <laughs> <laughs> they're worse. They're worse. They're worse. worse. They're worse. So, <laughs> if you're listening, thank you for the jeans. Yeah, we love Kevin them. is actually just jealous we're, of his good jeans. We're just bugging you because yeah. I didn't get a pair of jeans. Oh, absolutely. They're still a good pair of jeans. Uh, it's just, God, what do we have to do? Oh, my God. The best is when we went. To the yes. warehouse. When we went to the warehouse. Yes. Yeah. That was we were free people. Oh. <clears throat> true. Because yeah. he, you're right. He hasn't opened his doors. That was that. Be, uh, that was before the other reset we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. BC. Since I cut BC. you off. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, Back to the uh, derailment so, of. Okay, I'll give another example. Of your so, calmness. Uh, another example. So yeah. whether it's whether it's what uh, you know a situation where Jay says your environment changes. Yeah. Um, and you find yourself in new surroundings. Right? Or if it's a um, a situation that you have, or or a um, an in you know a, a conversation that you had on your way to work, right? So this happens quite often. You know, I have young kids, right? And it's intense. Someone <laughs> this poops. happens quite often. So every day I get a call on the way to work. Well, I'm going to give an example. As I'm running to the. As I'm running to work, right? So every day. So, uh, you know, listeners of our podcast know that we all have three kids. I'm in the youngest phase of the kids. I have three uh, young boys. And, you know, it. I can, you know, no matter how much uh, preparation I do in the morning, if I'm alone, it's still chaos the moment I try and leave the door with all three of these guys. So get in there, especially now with the snowsuits and this and that, and you know, uh, you name it. It happens right before the door. So um, in that moment, right, it can definitely derail your 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 thoughts. And if you let, if you bring that energy into your practice that day, um, you can be disconnected. You can be distracted for a while. Uh, so yes, I have had to practice uh, centering myself yeah. over the years um, and really being present. So the moment that I walk through the door, I can leave that stuff behind me, take a few breaths as I'm driving. You know, the moment it's so from the moment I actually get them to, to school or daycare or whatever, it's like, you know, you're leaving it uh, behind. And, and so I mentioned this before. You cry like, for like three minutes. Yeah, you know, cry. A lot. Be like, you know, you, yeah. Kind of say, oh, I, should, I should probably apologize for all the yelling I did. No. <laughs> well, on that note, I saw a very, that's what I wrote down, whispering. Yeah. So my wife sent me this thing yesterday about um, this guy talking about how talking to his teenage daughter that's on her phone. And he says, yeah, did you get your stuff ready to go to whatever activity she had to go to? No response. So his traditional thing would be to raise his voice and yell at her. And then he said, well, I tried a new angle as I went right up to her and I whispered <laughs> in her ear, did you might want to get your stuff ready for it? And right away she got up, bang, and left and went and got her stuff done. And he goes, number one, she didn't know how angry I was because I whispered it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought that was hilarious. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So anyways, so just food for thought. Put that one in your back pocket, Sean. Whispering? I don't know if uh, they'd hear me. <laughs> You'd have to pin them down first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, duct tape works. That's very true, though, and that's something we encourage all of our therapists here too: is to make sure you're you're not bringing your stuff from home mm-hmm. into your into your office, right? Yeah, I mean, you're right, Sean. We all do the same thing and leave. You know, it's funny. It's one thing I feel like I've been blessed with with my practice is when I started practicing in 2001. I've always started at 7 a.m. 
And one thing I really appreciate, and I share that with a lot of my seven o'clock clients when they come in, is that I feel like I get to start work and get settled and the world kind of wakes up around me. And there's one day a week I start at nine and the other days I start at 7 a.m. So when I start at nine, it's like I come in, the clinic's already hustling and bustling. There's, you know, three or four therapists, four or five therapists already working. The receptionist is on staff. And it's a, it's a very different energy to start my day than me coming up with just Kev here. I get here a few minutes later than Kev intentionally so he can get all the lights on and all that kind of stuff. He does the grunt work yeah. and I just show up. So it's super doors calm. Closing doors. Super right? calm. We should have led with that story. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, but honestly, it's, it's a great way to start because I come in and it's quiet. I feel like it's it's a much easier way to get grounded and start my day, and then and then it, the day builds from there. And it's it's again maybe that's an external influence, but it's it's another thing you'll start to you know as you get more familiar with listening to your body and being aware of the signs it's telling you, you get to really start to learn from that. And mm-hmm. and then because you know that feeling, when it comes down to times when you're struggling to recenter yourself, that's what you have to go back to, right? So it's that bit that builds resiliency, like yeah. right, and it's easier to get into that. Yeah, exactly. And it's what happens when state. when we get into that comfort zone where it's always the same thing is that when something does derail, it's it's a little more major to our state of being right? mm-hmm. because we're not used to having different things. So it it, it is key, I think, to uh, as a um, an important element to all this is to remember that to use every opportunity in life uh, as a, an opportunity to apply that, to be aware, to be bring that calmness into that state and not to be as reactive. So uh, yeah, quite often, and you know, like uh, we could say a million things, like we'd be here, we're in a good mood, where things are going great, and then the washer and dryer break. So. <laughs> Or the fridge. Or, or the fridge. You show up sometimes show on the same up this day. morning and or someone bails because there's ice on the steps. Or uh, you know. Or you show up today and the you know, it was minus thirty last night oh, and man. the clinic door is wide open. Wide open. Someone <laughs> forgot to lock the door. Three degrees Celsius in the clinic. Yeah. True story. Uh, With the furnace running I'd set at twenty two. Also we had to treat people in snow pants. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jen was not happy about. Yeah, her Jen for four hours. It's good for her. Though. Yeah. yeah. Just to get her, just give her a little bit of a strain, a yeah. wake up call. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, you know what? You're getting a little comfortable. Mine she did leave early. Again. And it's freezing. It's like, freezing it was really. Cold. It was really cold. <laughs> I did write her. Was there a fire? Good for you. <laughs> so yeah, how about strategies maybe to help people get sorry so to first jump of all realizing. Out. So how do you like? Well, we kind of shared the awareness part, I think, a bit, right? Awareness, yeah. I guess so. Unless you got something, you can add something, some liquid gold or verbal gold if you got it. Liquid gold. No, what I was thinking, though, is just that it's, it's you know, you talked about the external environment, but... Oh, internally, yeah, yeah. Experience, you know, and... and it's life, always that balance, right? Life takes place The between, osmosis formula. You got it. The osmosis formula. But, okay, so between like the fluidity, that. between the internal and the external environment. So we realize that... You have all these external circumstances, but as Kev, you brought up, you are responsible for um, how you perceive, right? The the lens you view those experiences through and then how you react to those or choose to react to those. Um, and, but again, the more centered you are, it's so funny, and the more you practice this, I guess the more you realize when things are off, the more you're aware, um, and the more you have, you know, the more strategy you have to kind of reset or pull the ripcord or kind of, you know, get out of that situation, mm-hmm. 
uh, or back away from the situation to then center yourself and come back and make a make a you know a conscious choice. Uh, things, I guess, yeah, th- things will slide off your back a lot easier and you won't be as reactive to them. So yeah, which which again comes through what we said in many podcasts is about the routine of practicing and and developing that muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it comes through that. Jay, to answer your question about the solution. So it's one is the awareness, uh, realizing like, okay, I, I sense this is kind of throwing me off track a little bit, uh, whatever X, Y, Z has happened, but I need to be in a particular state to do this job with this person that is coming mm-hmm. into my office. So what do I do to reset myself, to bring me into that state? Uh, so number one is to let a match and just toss it into the basement of your clinic <laughs> <laughs> on a yeah. on an ample amount of gasoline yeah yeah um well so again it's it's to have something in in place like we discussed last time about that routine of what could you do quickly at work to so which could be anything from uh you know going back to the staff room to taking a, some some breaths to concentrating on again what why am I here in the first place? What what is it that I'm I want to do with this next person that's coming in? I want to be available. I want to be in service to help this person again. So anything that is outside of that can wait. So it's really is the practice of just bringing that to your awareness so that you can calm yourself down to be available for that next person. Mm. And sometimes it, it, it can happen that you might need a few minutes to really do that. Sometimes it's just natural because you're in a good, uh, uh, a good flow. You've just had a great session. Nothing really is going wrong. Uh, and then that way you can just go from, from one patient you to the next. Off, you can feed off, feel okay. Yeah. Uh, also, I said, I think if something is really going wrong, right, you can remove yourself and deal with the situation. Of course. Hand, right. Yeah. So let's say if it, you know, you some use, situations require action. Exactly. So, yes. you know, if you have, if it is something that does need to be dealt with, like closing the door of the clinic the this door, morning, right? I figured um, was probably a wise idea. Like calling but your either, wife and telling her, you know, it's time to step up. <laughs> But but honestly, if it is something that is, if it is something that is so um, derailing to your, to your, to your, you know, your potential uh, interactions with others around you and your ability to do your job, right, mm-hmm. then that would be a, an opportunity, like you say, to say, say, just a second, I'll be right back. Yeah. I'll be a bunch of wall in the back. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you remove yourself from the situation yeah. to... And in life, this is important, right? For sure. So to, you know, if something is so triggering or painful, then, you know, it's much better to deal with it in the moment, uh, you know, feel it, live it, and deal with it and move through it than it would be to trail it, trail it on and, and or bury it down and... Uh, but you're right, in, you know, so hopefully some of these things are minor things and, you know, just the ability of recentering yourself, having a routine, practicing resiliency. So it comes back to the basics, you know, eating well, sleeping well. Discussions. Uh, Sometimes it's discussion talking, with a colleague too. Talking. Something happened that you, you know, by discussing it, it calms you down or, or vice versa, helping someone else out. My door is always open for you. Yeah. 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 Mine is always rocking Jay and that. 
Right. Oh, was mine wasn't until you made fun of my jeans. Mine was until you told my mom that they were jeans. But it, but it's I like close. what you're, I like what you're saying, it's and close. it made me think of at home we have that written on the a, circle is on the board is uh, live laugh love. Uh, no life, pray, love. life uh, happens for us, not to us. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to um, realize too. Get quite often when we can get distracted and we get pulled into these things quite often, uh, more of it will happen. Yeah, like Sean having to leave early, like it's. Happens more often. It's a sign that something needs to be addressed. Mm. And until it's addressed, it's going to intensify. Massive barrier. It's like any massive barrier. In all seriousness, the, the, you quite often you'll see that, right? When we, we don't tend to address a particular issue, then it starts to uh, multiply and happen more often until we deal with it. Mm -hmm. So if we could start viewing life that way, that, you know, like pay attention to what's happening. Like maybe I need to work on this and be a little bit more, uh, observant and um, not as reactive like you said before I also think it's part of like your like I think when you guys said routine stuff like we've all gone through it I'm sure we've all tried different strategies in the past to kind of recenter and, and get back to how are we able to make that connection and then and then be aware of that right so that you it's like you're we all have a good go-to like whether it's like for me I shared with the listeners a couple of podcasts ago come downstairs between clients couple of breaths, glass of water, whatever it may be, and back up to go. But if that happens in session, same thing. What's what's worked for you in the past? Mm-hmm. Go back there. Right. Like usually if it's if I'm not feeling it, I'll just say, you know, I'll go to their I'll go to their pelvis. So memes. yeah. I've watched some memes for figure skating. No, I'll go to their pelvis or go to their head. Something that's like foundational. And I'll ask them, can you just give me a few minutes here? I just need to I just need to kind of check a few things and I and it kind of gets me back in. You know, sometimes you come in, it's a different energy and they're crying and shaming people and I'm kind of gonna settle myself down. So it's just to go back to no, it's honestly though, it's I go back to where what I'm what I'm, what it's familiar, what's worked for me in the past, and it's a way to get back on track. So mm-hmm. like I said, go up to the head, maybe sit there, do some testing, test on different levels. You know, different protocols and then also do the David Goggins uh, option as well right like just really trash talk yourself you read them yeah, you read them mind. and then and then but honestly and then and then you start to develop the sensorial stuff comes back and it, and it all starts to feed it's kind of feeds upon itself right you start to feel better you start to get centered it brings you back you kind of get it of sympathetic mode you're back mm-hmm. into more parasympathetic mode and you're starting to receive and and you're and you're able to come back right you're able to connect again and 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 give the best you can for the client that's they in front are, of you. And acknowledging these or putting yourself into these situations, they are opportunities for growth. Right? Absolutely. They're, they're, and, you know, because the next time you have to treat someone in, the, in a different office, you're going to be that much better, right? Because, you, you you know, you've done it before. So it's it's not being afraid of the unknown, not being afraid of these situations as they arise. Um acknowledging when uh, acknowledging them when they do arise and um you know and, and, and i i think that the you know my go-to is definitely just the breath right really just focus on on your breath recenter yourself you know when you do your nice deep diaphragmatic breathing you're centering yourself within the body the heart um you're slowing your you know your sympathetic system down 
and it, and it just allows you're you bringing to, it back to a feeling as opposed to a exactly a, a being stuck in your head being stuck in your head because that's where you are ultimately any of these situations that you encounter and you're you know it puts you out of your comfort zone usually it'll send you up into your head and you you start to you know panic overanalyze react versus being proactive and um and just very very conscious so that the breath for me is then you know, I'm practicing things like we talked about before. We talked about, uh, you know, thing, simple things. It's very popular these days, but like cold therapy, right? So just, you know, a cold shower a day gives you the ability to practice centering yourself despite a physical stressor, so an environment changing. And you do that often and you can center yourself and calm yourself. Then when you're faced with these other situations, um, it's a similar but different uh, experience, and you know the response is is very building your resiliency to stress. Building resilience. resilience. So stressor doesn't give you the same reaction because yeah, exactly. you're used to stress. Because you're used to stress, right? Yeah. And that's how all these top performers do it. They put themselves up there, they try a little bit, <clears throat> and then they realize they don't die from it, and they and they succeed, and then they keep going and they keep going. And, uh, and that's how you get cut like heck too, because so, you're stimulating yeah. the brown fat and you're just, just shedding pounds and just, so, it's all training to lean muscle mass. All remember that you're the professional, right? Remember you're the professional. Maybe you start hitting your patients a bit. <laughs> build the resiliency. Oh, that one. Pain. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to try something new today. Yeah. Yeah. That went sideways quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you brought up something triggered me. Building resilience. Yeah. Building resilience. Something yeah. triggered me. Well, you don't hit them hard. Just, <laughs> well, I'm not talking about bruising. I just mean <laughs> open hand. Open yeah, hand. phone book maybe. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. So we're good. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't, right? It's the great reset. It's coming. Yeah, right? It's coming. Your reset. Yeah. So for sure. All right, everyone. Have a great week. Yeah. Check us out, osteoconnection.com. No. No. Osteoconnection is our podcast, yes. but osteomentorship.com is oh, where you on. can reach us. There you go. Breathe, Sean. Excellent. Osteomentorship.com. I'm back. There he is. Osteoconnection is, is the podcast. Yeah. Leave us a review. On YouTube now. We're now on YouTube. See your faces as we sarcastically make fun of each other. Yes. And then, oh, boy. Sean's in trouble. The texts are coming in. Gotta go get the kids from school. Or um, have a great weekend, everyone. We yeah. will see you next Friday. We're also on Eight Mindful Minutes on social media. And if you guys have any questions or comments, leave them below. If you're watching on YouTube, what do you guys do to reset yourself? Uh, what tools, tips, tricks like, do you guys have? Share and Let subscribe. What happens subscribe. to Sean in the next yeah, 90 please. seconds? <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Is Sean in trouble? Yay or nay? Is Sean back on Monday? <laughs> Have a great week, guys. Ciao. Peace. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week. And be sure to share with a friend.